What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Ramble. I let you in. Fuck. Ooh. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures. Damn it. Spooky, spooky. Hey guys, I want you to talk to me. Yeah. Talk, talk to, to me. me. Daddy. Oh, wait, can I tell you a story before we start? Yeah, One time sure. we were in, we were on a family road trip. And my dad gets a work call. And he I think this was the era of Bluetooth. So yeah. he had one of those like dorky ass, like <laughs> side ear things. Yeah. He guy. answers the phone and says, Talk to me. Yes. <laughs> and yes. we roasted his ass mercilessly. I love that. That's um that's a power move right there. That's an agent move right there. If yeah. someone answered the phone and said, Talk to me, I'd be like, Oh, sorry, wrong number. Wrong number. <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk <laughs> sorry. To me. Didn't mean to call anyone who says that. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're not talking about schmoozy agent uh, voice, but we are talking about the other talk to me, the new A24 horror film. And this is exciting. Okay, it's spooky season. Yeah, it's spooky here. season. We got to do a horror film. Got to do one. We gotta tricked Kelsey into watching a scary movie last night. Yeah, we did. Again. We, we'll talk about that. But... Uh, we are still in Strike World. You guys did an incredible episode while I was gone about yeah, we did. the WGA strike. If you guys you. haven't listened to that, it's excellent. You thank guys crushed that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Really fun. Yeah. I, I don't listen to episodes when I'm gone because they make me sad. Uh, but that <laughs> one I did listen to. Uh, but SAG is still on strike. Yep. However, A24, which is the indie studio, uh, months ago, they accepted all... all Go ahead, Garrick. Yeah, they accepted all of the terms where they're like, we're not going to use AI to replace you in the backgrounds. Um, we're going to pay you the residuals you deserve. Mm. And all of like the main mainstay things, they just signed. Um, so A24, as a studio, has an interim agreement with SAG saying that they can produce and, and cast SAG members. On the right all that. side of history. Really on the right I'm side hearing. of history. And it's just, it's so insane because it's a smaller studio than these yeah. big ones, these huge ones, obviously, the ones that we've been hearing about for the, you know, lives, our, our, lives. our entire lives. <laughs> and this small studio is like, no, no, we'll agree to this. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah, really nuts. So uh, joining us in studio today, we have a special guest. <gasps> He's going to be very quiet, but we do have Bowie here. Bowie, Bo don't you get off that chair. Joseph. You look cute. Oh um, he watched the movie with us last yeah, night. He, he was no help. Did not no. protect us in any fashion. No, it wasn't a comforting <laughs> lay at all. Um, so talk to me. New horror film. It is directed by, I think they're, it's the Filippo brothers. Filippo. Mm -hmm. Filippo. Uh, they, uh, otherwise known as Rocka Rocka, the Rocka Rocka. They are former YouTubers. Wow. And turned superstar directors. Um, this movie fucking rocks. It, mm. Actually, let me rephrase that. We hated this movie because it scared the fuck movie. out of us. I it was hated so good. This movie. It I was, oh my god! Would like was, to take this moment okay. then, to yeah. really have a growing. Let's have a growth combo, guys. Uh -huh. Yeah. These fucking assholes invite me over. I'm thinking friendship time hangs, dinner, we watch a little football, get a little spooky. What do you think the movie was? I thought it was an indie romance movie. Oh, right. Uh, she, thought it was, she, thought, she, thought she thought it was, it was past, past lives. lives. 
And I get there, and right before we turn it on, these assholes say, no, this is like the scariest movie out this year. And yeah. I say, what? What? Guys, let me tell you. <laughs> one minute into the film, something really spooky happens. I jumped these out of my skin. These two fucking babies yeah. <laughs> screamed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I fuck with this. I think last night rewired some neural pathways in my brain to actually be okay with a scary film. You, uh, okay. Kelsey handled it better yeah. than both of us. Yeah. You regressed, you two. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We went backwards because I, there's something about like paranormal shit that will always make me terrified because it's just it's an unseen force. It's the same yeah. thing, the same reason why like Chernobyl was scary to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, there's atoms that we can't see that are Very destroying yeah. people. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. It was about seeing it in my home. Maybe it's because I didn't take an edible for the mm. first time in a long time watching a yeah. horror movie. Yeah. And so there, there was a moment, this, this opening scene moment, where I got up to, to turn, turn up the, the, speaker. Uh, the speaker. And so I'm standing at the edge of my TV, and this, this shocking moment happens. And when I tell you, I full-on Kramered. Yeah. He bodily like, reactioned yeah. with his leg up. Yeah. My knee shot yeah. up to my chin. Play. I waved my arms. Yeah, play the bass, man. Yeah, full Kramer. It was it, hilarious. I, I wrote, this movie's not scary. It's unwell. <laughs> My tummy hurts. I'm unsettled. Yes. It was it, spoopy like it that. It is unwell. It was unsettling. Yes. Like truly like if you're if you're really thinking what what does uh, like a swarm of bees do? Like what what is like why is that gross to me? What yeah. is that feeling that like deep down in my soul I don't like swarms of yes. anything yeah. or swarms of movement or idiosyncratic things yes. I, don't, I don't that that doesn't make sense um, i liked it i was here for it uh but just seeing that move around and swarm around why is that unsettling to me why is that weird to me this hits you and on that same it level hit you on the same level huh. i yeah i mean let's let's dive in and talk about it uh if you have not seen a little quick synopsis here and by the way i'm gonna tell you this movie rocks yeah. I, yeah, I really think you should watch, you should watch it, it. Yeah. it's really impressive but talk to me is set in Adelaide, Australia, you've got a bunch of teens doing the hot new trend. No, it's not a drug. It is grabbing a, a <laughs> embalmed hand. Embalmed okay, medium hand. Gonna, I can't even do this in my synopsis voice. Uh, there is a new trend going around yeah. where they have this embalmed hand covered in plaster. You hold the hand and you say, talk to me. And then you are visited by a spirit. Woo. They light a candle. You say, I let you in. Your eyes roll black to the back of your head. And for 90 seconds, you have a spirit inside of you. Yeah, you do. Uh, but only go 90 seconds because if you go any longer, they're going to want to stay. Woo! Uh, Rainy just went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so scary. It's so fucking crazy. It is essentially, though, why would people do this? Because you get the rush of a lifetime. It is a drug unlike any other. And so you have a bunch of teens hanging out, doing the talk to me. Uh, doing the talk to me. But Yo, you wouldn't you know, to me? they go a little too far. Of course they do. Of course, of course they, they fucking do. Oh, my God. I The reason why I fucked with this movie so hard from the jump is because 
it really leaned into. Wait, also, this was your high school experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to, to, to go to parties, do some drugs, get super duper high, uh, watch someone bash a skull in. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, they played it like Zach mentioned a drug allegory, which was really fascinating, and the social aspect of it, where like people were so obsessed with videotaping each other do this thing. It reminded me of like when we first discovered Salvia and Whippets in high school. Oh yeah. my where God. Everyone was like, make sure you film this because they're about to do some stupid, silly shit. And they they just accepted in this world that the teens were okay with being possessed by, by a demon for 90 seconds. And yeah. by the way, I didn't think about Salvia. You're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. Where it's just like it lasts for 30 seconds yeah. or something like that. Or like I don't really, know. Okay, really, really I, short time. I pray that the that the youth these days doesn't fuck with Salvia. Don't but do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Back in our day, there was a drug called Salvia. It's legal. It's a yep. flower. Yeah. Uh, and the synthetic flower. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So it's different than the Salvia plant that's in like my front yard? Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, do that, but it was like you could buy it at a gas station. Yeah. And I'm saying when we were in high school, you could yeah. buy it at a gas station and people would get it and you would you would do a bong rip of yep. it and you would, it's like, like DMT light mm-hmm. where you would, people would become demons for 60 seconds. Hallucinate. Mm. But like go to another dimension, hallucinate. Yeah. And I we did it. Friends did it mm-hmm. while I was there, and it was terrifying. I did it once, and my okay, friends. I was pretending I haven't done it. I did oh, it. Of okay. course, I did it. It was my friend, awful. Well, when you said bees, I was like, oh my god, my friend's head turned into a swarm of bees. Oh, and see, that was no. me being like ah, for like thirty seconds, and then it was over, and I was but like, oh no, no thanks. Thirty seconds. I remember watching my friend, the one you made out with at my wedding. Oh wow, uh, what's the guy's name? <laughs> 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 Great, uh, like. Like we thought we were gonna have to go to the hospital. Yeah. Like and it and then forty five seconds it was over and we were like, Oh God, we're never doing this. Yeah, that's but then you feel like garbage for the rest of the day. It's just don't do it, guys. Very good. Hold the hand. Talk to me instead of self. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather talk to a demon. Yeah. Yeah. But it it, so you have all these kids who are like I don't even know where to begin with how impressed I was with this movie. Oh yeah, my God, and I was—I yes. mean, angry. we can we can start with the the first the first minute. Yeah, um, watching someone stab themselves in, in the, the head, head, like or or like, yeah, yeah, just that moment, just that moment. <laughs> I was you, like, that was super impressive. I've never seen that before. It's in a my cold life. open, it's essentially, cold open. where like we don't really revisit it until later in the movie, but like you just get this like, and it's a wonder, right? Yeah, it's like holy fucking shit. Some this is fucked up. This is bad. And then they like kind of just like move on to now our our main character stories, where you're like, yeah. okay, this is bad. This has evil undertones into the wrong hands. It's gonna get dangerous. But the way that they had these teens act where it was, it felt so today, it felt so Gen Z, it felt so like, yeah, there's a horror happening over here, but like, we got to get content, bro. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. We still care about high school experiences. Yeah. Like nobody really cared about this man who had a very, very scratched up back shirt off just in the room by himself looking at a wall like a demon. I really will. The directors knocked this out of the mm-hmm. park, yeah. and it has really impressive, tremendous style that evolves as the movie does. But for the first 30 minutes, especially for the first half, it's yeah. very naturalistic and mm-hmm. restrained. Yeah. And uh, we actually we had to pause at one point because our food came. and I 20, 23 minutes in. Exactly. Yeah, we basically watched like the first... 
sequence, and then yeah. we were like, oh, God, we need to take a breath. Yeah, yeah. this is a uh, lot. Yeah, but it's but a I lot. turned to Garrick, and I went, I'm mad because everything in me as a writer and director would look to overcomplicate mm -hmm. this in a way that would make the movie worse. Mm -hmm. And there's a confidence, especially for first-time directors. They just... They, they unveiled this world that felt very real. Yeah. And, you know, we say that it's like, oh, it felt Gen Z. But it didn't feel like like old people trying. Like, it didn't feel like a parody. Of, no, it just felt no. real. It I was dropped into this world of partying. These were real high school students. Yep. Uh, and and this is how they would behave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way that they were on their phones, the way that they were filming things, uh, it, it just... It felt very natural, which makes everything that follows all the more terrifying. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's um. You brought up last night about the um how every time they filmed, they had their flash on mm -hmm. on their phone on their phone. Yeah. So everyone has their phones out, and there's a yeah, the, yeah. their phone flash. Their phone flashes a while, so it's just a bright light while they're recording. It's not like just like you know taking a picture yeah. and it flashes for a second. So their their flashlights were on, and I was like thinking about that last night, and I was like, yeah, if you were to watch this. On their phone, as like phone footage, it would look like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, it would it's look their very, version of the Blair Witch. Very, very creepy and today's very version. yeah, today's version. And for them to like kind of not only like visually just have like uh, uh, um, visually have something that says I have my phone out, but also just have like this is what this scary thing would look like probably through the guise of your phone. Kelsey and Garrick are going to switch spots for those watching on YouTube because oh, Kelsey... Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kelsey hurt her neck in a totally normal way. Yeah. I tore yeah. a ligament in my neck doing the gluck gluck and I'm <laughs> proud of it. And I don't regret it. But man, I feel like Garrick in the sense that this sucks to have a bad neck. It, it is awful. Yeah. It is the worst situation. But we're here. <laughs> Let's talk about the cast because there, it is a group of unknowns uh, uh, these are people that they got their big break from this movie and they are spectacular. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Sophie Wilde as Mia, she Give kills her the it. Oscar. Yeah, destroys. She destroys. Was... The fact that anybody can can cry that much Oof. on command, like that much, not even like an ugly cry, because usually people, when they do cry or whatever, yeah. dramatically, it's funny. it's funny and their faces like get scrunched <laughs> up and all that stuff. This is somebody weeping, like wailing, like, wailing, like faces very straight and just tears come down her, her face like at, on command. I mean. Not to mention she plays about six or seven demons, yeah, which the acting range in yeah. that alone of all possession. Of, all of them do. We're different. Yeah. yeah each all, time. Each, each person, each person on this cast has been or was possessed, had a possession scene. And yeah. so they were all like being this weird, like even the, I'm sorry that we're jumping, I'm, I'm jumping around to different people but the boyfriend dan the, the guy who plays daniel, daniel yeah when he gets possessed <gasps> by the foot lady oh my god yeah and and makes out with the dog and all that stuff i was like i mean at first you're just like oh this is just the romantic lead and yeah. then he starts fucking acting and yeah you're like, god damn bro yeah. you're also fantastic yeah they they did a really good job with mia our main character yeah. What I what I realized that I liked and what kept me in this is that it felt like a thriller as much as it did a horror That's because good. I love thrillers. I love like a psychological thriller and her storyline. You obviously learn in the beginning that her mom had passed away and sort of this like, did she do it on purpose? Did she do an accidental overdose way? And 
the reveal that we get, which is like, you called it right as it was happening. And I was like, oh, no way. Like, yeah. I don't know how I didn't connect the dots that they were going to do this. But of course they have during a party scene where they're all doing talk to me. Mia's mother comes through as one of the spirits. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And this takes her on this journey of trying to reconnect, trying to find answers. Obsession. Obsession. Obsession over her mom. And yeah. to watch, like, Mia's a watcher. <laughs> Mia is a watcher. Is I was so curious about what was going to happen to her. And I think a lot of like um, main character stories in these horrors is it's very clear what their path is, like what their journey is going to be, their hero's journey. With her, I was like, is she good now? Is she evil? Is she doing the right thing? Is this the wrong thing? Like, it was so well, complex. The demons are kind of fucking with her and they're yes. fucking with us as viewers. Yeah. I, it's such a high wire act that she has to pull off as an actress because she is, there's a part of her that's like pathetic. Yeah. But we love her. So you love her because she's our protagonist. But the characters in the universe are like, she's clingy. Yeah. I don't yeah. like her. Yeah. Why is she like flirting with your boyfriend? She's weird. Mm -hmm. The characters in this world don't like her. Right. But yeah. she's also mourning. Yeah. And she has lost a mother. And she's also prone to addiction and mm -hmm. depression. And yeah. like she's pulling off all of these things at once. And she's possessed. And <laughs> she's a demon. Yeah. And like she's trying to save the world and yeah. maybe you know, mentally ill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's watching a character who is going I mean, even we can just boil it down to that. Like watching a character who is going through crippling depression, mm. but in a way that we as an audience love you and root for you is a really hard thing to do. Especially um, when you like she's doing terrible things eventually. And we and we yeah. need to believe both of it. We need to believe that you are doing terrible things, but we also need to believe that there's a good in you that we love. Um, it's again a lot of that's in the writing. A lot of it, a lot of it's in the performance. Uh, if the greatest hack of all time is in this movie, and if you want us to love your character immediately, uh, smash cut yeah. to her screaming Sia in a car <laughs> yeah. with a little boy. Yeah. I want to <laughs> Like you it's just so immediately really went, good. I'm her. She is me. Cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, we are. It's one. my new save. The cat is scream the sea. Yes. <laughs> um, can I talk about my second favorite character in this entire thing? Please. It's a tie, Them. but yes, Haley, our non-binary character, yep. was so fucking. Good. My first like gripe was there's this gorgeous non-binary character who's kind of a bully yeah. and they're the person <laughs> a real piece of shit with yeah, the yeah, yeah. hand I, 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 I always I didn't take it like as a being a bully I took it as being like I, flipping like yeah. I don't really care about feelings or anything like, like that they I'm were kind of the kid who bounces between school groups like different yeah. parties and is like accepted at all of them because they bring the drugs or yeah, the, the fun drug they're the drug dealer of the yes. group horror has always been on the forefront of queer representation I think it goes back to this idea of if you don't represent people in society, you make them a monster. So queer cinema, queer horror has yeah. a really rich history going all the way back to, to Sleepaway Camp and, mm -hmm. and other films before that. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's something there of like yeah. uh, that that the best non-binary representation we are getting is in horror. Yeah, I love it's it. Amazing. It's great. The second, the person who they are tied with was the mother, wow. Sue. 
Oh, she she's was so good. She so rocks. not she, Mia's mother, but her best friend's mom. Who's basically, kind her of surrogate like, mother. Yes. Mia hangs out with this family. Her her BFF, whose name I forget, and then her the Jade. little brother Jane. Yeah, Jade. 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 Jade and, little and her little Riley. brother Riley, and she hangs out at their house all the time. And you have seemingly a single mom. Yeah. Um, who just is like the funniest. Comedic, really. There, I mean, it's cool mom. Cool, not even cool mom. Just like tired of uh, your bullshit. Tired of your bullshit. I know what this is. I was a child and I remember it. Here's the thing: she plays shit. a mom that thinks her kids are as bad as she was as a teenager. Yeah, that's great. She's like, I was fucking and doing drugs, and I'm yeah. not gonna allow you kids to do it. And the kids are like, Mom, I'm dating like a Christian guy, and the other kids like, Yeah, I'm in ninth grade. I don't have any like. Oh my god, that thing to do that entire scene of her trying to figure out if the the party was going on or yeah, not. Yeah, they just were gonna throw a party. Phenomenal. The mom also she's giving um, what was that famous uh witch Halloween movie with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman? The witches. No. It, witches of Eastwick. No. Wait, Come on, who, the most I, iconic like. Love Sorry, story. Say it, say Big it Little Lies. Oh my God. You said it's witches? It's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman are witches and they have these ants that they live with. And it's kind of like giving Sabrina's ants. Oh my God. Sorry. Okay, whatever. This was way too long. Sue is giving ant vibes of like cool fucking <laughs> right. witchy ant. That's all the, I wanted to say. There's one scene that goes on too long, aka just long enough, yes. yeah, where she's going around to all the kids being like, Is there a party tonight? There better not be a fucking party. Yeah. Ooh, and they're like, accent. thank you. And then she's like, no one will break. And she has this grumpy face. And then she goes to the next kid and it's like, what time's the party tonight, by the way? And they're like, oh, no, you can tell me. It's, yeah, right. it's fine. I know. And they're like, I don't know about don't a party. Know what you're He's like, about. you better fucking tell me about this party. Yes. I'm going to fucking they do kill this you. like five <laughs> times. She says it to her I'm going to fucking goes, kill you. If you fucking drink, I'm going to punch you in your face. I'm going to punch you in the face. And it's so funny just hearing a grown woman talk to us on that one. Yeah, because she's going to punch him in the face. Like, no like, other part about it. It's funny the first time, funny the second time. Hilarious. And they do it five times. Yeah. And like they keep going different kids. Like, if anyone does drugs, you're banned from this house forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay. It's 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 good. just like a new it's weird because the game is the same, but it's a new ruse every time yeah. with her. She's like yeah. always trying to get you on a That's, different thing. Like the, we didn't even really last night together touch on how good the writing was. Yeah, the like, writing is fantastic. I wonder if it was part like written you know it felt like that improv indie shit where they were allowed to play around a little bit because in those moments where you know you're waiting for a new character to enter i stayed with the original characters and watched them banter and i was like oh they're just being this way like they're just they're vibing and it was such such well written lore too while we're on the topic of uh, my incredible accent (laughs) it's a delight watching australians oh they're so goofy and i've seen the directors talk about how there aren't many Australian films no. with Australian accents. Yeah. So there's a lot of great Australian filmmaking, a lot of great New Zealand filmmaking, obviously different industries. But like, I think about your boy Lee Winnell with Upgrade. He makes movies in Australia, but they are Australian movies with yeah. English accents. And the directors, they did an interview with Anthony Padilla where they talked about how people seem to think Australian accents are not cinematic. Oh. Like in Australia, like they just they don't think of that as movies. But there's a real delight in watching yeah. Australians. It also yeah. made this feel more real. I feel like Crocodile Dundee is a a heartwarming like like American pastime because of his accent. Mm. And so for them to think that their voices do not belong in mm. 
By the way, your only reference though is Crocodile Dundee. That's the only one that exists. One that exists. But it's like uh, uh, I love the slang. Um, uh, our our non-binary fave at one point, like they're in the middle of a conversation, and Jade says, like it's like three lines back and forth, and then they just go jog on. Yeah, <laughs> which is their way of saying fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. They're um, calling each other bras. I love yeah. that. B R O Z instead of bros. <laughs> and then you get something that I have never seen in a movie before, which is Roadkill Kangaroo. Oh this my is God. a scene very early on that is so hard to watch. So if you don't know, Kangaroo, they're fucking everywhere. They're everywhere they're, and they want to fight your dog. And they want to fight your dog. They want to drown your dog. They run into traffic. Our, I have Australian friends and they. Think of kangaroo as sort of like vermin, like because they're like deer, but they're deer with a death wish. Wow. And they overpopulate. And so when you're driving, if the kangaroo jumps into the highway, you just got to keep going. Yeah. You got to keep going because they will total your car. It's like a deer. It's like a deer, but seemingly more common. Oh. And so they have a scene in this where they're driving at night. They stop. They pull over to the side of the road and... But from the headlights, you see a kangaroo that is in the middle of the road dying. And the sounds that this thing makes is so unbearable. Yeah. And the little boy, uh, whose name is? Riley. Riley is telling Mia, you have to put it out of its misery. It's suffering. Mia, please put it out of its misery. And you have this overhead shot where you see this king. And I think what makes it so upsetting, too, is that kangaroo, like, they sort of, they're like human-ish, yeah. right? Like it'd be upsetting if it were a deer, but a kangaroo yeah. stands up. Yeah, yeah. They, they stand on their, their hind legs. And like, they're, it's a little yeah. too close. Yeah. Yeah. And so Mia backs the car up and you see this overhead shot of roadkill that's so upsetting. And she backs up and you're like, holy shit, is she about to floor it and run over this kangaroo? And she can't do it. Yeah. Can't, she, she can't, can't do herself. it, which I wouldn't be able to do it. But oh, like no. they represent it as like, Oh, it's the theme of the movie. I guess it would have been the right thing to put it out of its misery. Yeah. But you, but then you put yourself in that situation. You're like, could you have done it? No, no, no. But like, it it turns into the overall theme right. of her character of of her journey or of the yeah. characters around her about like her, her dad being in mm-hmm. in pain, her mom being in pain, and putting herself out of her misery. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: she does actually take her own life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a whole thing. Um. And and then her at the end with Riley seeing if she can take him out of her out of his misery or quote unquote out of uh, yeah. Just and when it, the it's... kangaroo thing happened, I like laughed because I was just like, this is so fucking Australian. It was almost funny to me that I was like, they can't be yeah. actually doing oh, a kangaroo. Also, um, just I sorry, just thinking like uh, you you mentioned upgrade. Uh, the greatest action movie of all time. As we know. As we all know. As we all like shout about and scream about and uh, ride in the streets about. <laughs> um, uh, Australian director. This is an Australian movie. When their head goes back, I feel like it's a call to upgrade where he gets up. <laughs> yes! And it's the same exact shot. All right. We'll allow it. We'll allow I, it. I, I know it's a reach, but hey, hey, man, if you're if, if any if the directors listen to this and it is a call to upgrade, I know. fucking love you. Yeah, that was a sick. Mo- those that were was sick, sick shots. I I uh, I did the uh, fucking DiCaprio meme. I was like, oh, it's on the on the topic of of the theme too. Yeah. It's rare without going spoily into the ending. It's rare to have a movie where the theme 
is the wrong lesson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, That's why I loved her. Mia character. is is learning that like oh maybe it is better to put people out of their misery. No, it's not. No. That's it's not the right not. answer yeah. ever. Um. Uh, so I I I. Yeah. It's not your job to play God. Yeah. It's yeah. You got to give people time to heal. Let's talk about talking to me. Talk the, to me. The, the actual the drug yeah. the the ritual. Yes. Uh, you get it as like the first main sequence, and they obviously they do this drug a lot. But it is so exciting, and the tension build is great, and the filmmaking is restrained. The yeah. reveals there's, are incredible. There's also something about, because uh, I've seen this trailer a good amount of times. I've seen it, like, not like, oh, I'm gonna, I can't wait to fucking watch this movie. No, but it played. It, was just, it, was a, yeah. it played. It was before, um, before every movie that I, I saw. Oh. And so, there's something about... The unbelievableness, uh, or like the um, or the believable indiness of like, oh, the hand is scary, cool. Yeah, like we all we all know, like as film people, that you're doing that. This thing is scary because you don't have the budget to actually like make make like a real scary character or a real yeah. scary like physical thing. Yeah, and then you actually see what it does. Yeah. So through the trailers, you're just like, oh, this hand is scary. Cool. Is the hand like a demon or some shit like that? All right, well, whatever. And then you watch the movie and you're like, oh, fuck. No, this is actually terrifying. terrifying. It's I don't know what it is, but there's something about the simplicity of it too. Yeah. That it makes your imagination go wild. I, there's something yeah. really foreboding and intimidating because I've seen, you know, the director's very tongue in cheek being like, excited for a movie it's the one about a demon hand it's the one about the hand <laughs> yeah the yeah. scary hand and like they know that it's silly but in the movie it's not it's silly, not silly so at much all fucking it's more. terrifying very real and it's we, very very real we became excited to see like very quickly in the first couple reveals of as soon as you say i let you in or i talk to me you see what demon is well, there? Well, let's, let's really paint or what the picture. Spirit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. They, they do a lot with a little. Yeah. yeah. So you have, first of all, they've built the world where you're seeing glimpses of it, glimpses of it on people's phones. Cell phones. So you're like, what is this thing? And they're like, is it real? Is it not real? They get in. Everyone is sitting around in a semicircle looking at one person on a chair. They all bring their phones up. So you as an audience can know, like, all right, something's, about to go down. something's going down. You have Joss who uh, is uh, an Aboriginal actor who I, I just, I love his accent. Yeah. I love him. He was my favorite. Yeah. But he has this leather belt and <laughs> sound does so much in horror. Yep. And so Mia is sitting on the chair and you just hear this yeah. tightening of the belt around her. And she's like, oh, fuck. He's like, trust me, you're going you're gonna to want it. Yeah. Like, okay. So we're setting like, you got to be restrained. Yeah. Then light the candle. Yeah. Then... You hold the hand and you say, talk, talk to, to me. me. So you've had this build, 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 build. And then the camera work is so well done oh because you get your first fucking jump scare of, you know, the reverse angle of the girl, who, what she sees. And it's terrifying. The first spirit that comes through, which yeah. is like a decrepit. You, the thing is, is what's fun about the thrillers. You don't know who's going to come through each time. Yeah. Is it going to be a demon spirit? Or we even saw like, not all of them are as spoopy and bad as yeah. the other ones are. So, you know, at one point she gets a, uh, but, someone who was like clearly drowned. That's got yeah. like 
seaweed and water coming out of their body. Then you get a bloated body. A bloated body. Then you get like a a ragtime like jazz singer once, and then you get you get a lot of you get a foot fetish person. Like you just yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get. Best laugh of the movie. Body. Watching her suck down a foot. Yeah, she sucked the fuck. That's out some of Sam Raimi horror yeah. right there. Oh yeah, but I I I think. Like people are, or when you see a spirit, or when you've ever seen spirits in like in any type of like horror or something like that, you're you're seeing like a ghostly body. You're seeing in somebody that's translucent, you can see through and all that stuff, and it's just like ooh, spooky or whatever. But in this, the way they they depict spirits is that they are dead people. Yes, and you see how they, they died. died. You see exactly. You, you see if they they died of old age. Mm-hmm. You see if they. You said they were drowned, and then the first person you see is just like a guy who like got like stabbed or something yeah. like that, like something weird. But you you see like burn victims and all yes. of that. Children, and children, and and you know just sat in their like dead bodies. So like their their corpsey, their eyes are glossed over. They're kind of gray in the skin, and that aspect of it. Um, I don't know. It just kind of connects you to death in a way that I, I don't see that often Mm. rather than like actually killing someone, but just like seeing what happened to this person and how the course of their life went. And then the way they inhabit the body, once you say, I let you in, they come and they inhabit your body for 90 seconds and you don't know what shit's going to come out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, your eyes turn black like that character in Heroes season two. Mm -hmm. Yep. You start start mumbling the shit that that person was going through or talking about. And it's just like it's fun for a while. It it is. You know, you watch this movie and you go, why would people do this? But then you also have a scene early on where two kids are talking about cigarettes and they're like, do you think it kills you right away? Yeah. And it's like, do you think you get cancer immediately? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, we've all done stupid shit like this, especially as, you know, young 20 somethings or in high school, you do the things that kill you because you're young and you want to feel a rush and because of the peer pressure they do such a good job of subtly portraying why a character like mia would want the approval of these people and looking for approval in all the wrong places and then getting you know this rush and addiction to the drug it it's i wouldn't say it's like the clearest metaphor in that like oh this is heroin or this is whatever but it's 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 a drug. It's felt, an addiction. Felt Matthew, like heroin. heroin. Felt yeah. like it heroin. felt like heroin. The it belt. is, but it's also <laughs> depression. Yeah. It's um, it's escaping. It's escapism. escapism. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. She, you see her going through like a withdrawal of sorts. Um, we have to talk about like the way that they did the Riley scene, where yeah. you hear obviously you know oh, that it's just like just to set that up. Like mm-hmm. the first time she does do it, um. When like at towards the end of hers, like when she goes a little bit over uh-huh. or whatever, and then she, she looks at Riley's character and like Ooh. the setup and, uh, says, and, and as be, while being possessed and saying like he likes you. And then he, she just kept on saying, uh, keeps yeah. on saying I'll, he'll split you. He'll split you. He'll split you. He'll split you. And it's just like, what the fuck is so, going on? Yeah. Riley's terrified. Yeah. All that stuff. They cut her off. The hand won't let go because yeah. when you do hold the hand, you are holding the hand of a spirit yeah. um, in your eyes. Um, and then we get to Riley's. Riley's scene. So you've been watching. This is, all we're of- going to be getting into a little spoily territory. Yeah, we're, we're definitely yes. spoiling. I, I want to tell you this movie is like, do you remember those old commercials where it was like 
this is your brain. On this is your brain yeah. on drugs. I and think it shows the scrambled egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this would have been the best. Yeah, that's the perfect propaganda. way. Yeah, the yeah. perfect way to explain how this movie feels. It feels like those truth yes. commercials. Okay, yeah. before uh, you say Riley as well, in case anyone's spoily and is afraid and wants to skip forward, I just want to say that Garrick and I scared shitless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, he goes, he just moans. He says, I don't like why did Rainy do this to us? <laughs> yeah. And I said, this was Zach. Do not put this on Rainy. I stood up for you. Yeah. And oh. then I look fo- I look a couple times and Garrick is on his phone and we go, What is he- what are you doing? He goes, I'm looking at Kobe clips. <laughs> I, I just I gotta distract I'm myself. Looking, I gotta distract Meanwhile, myself. I'm, looking at Kobe I'm full highlights. frontal yeah. glee on my face. Like I cannot believe how because I just don't watch this kind of shit. Yeah. To just to just so to see specifically the Riley scene, yeah. Wait, like, okay, one more fucked me up in the yeah. best way. I just I'm looking down my nose. At one point, Garrick just gets up and he like <laughs> starts for the door, and I go, we go, where, where are, you, are going? you going? And he goes, I don't know, just not, not here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't do well with paranormal shit at all. I, because it's like I don't know if that shit is real. Is, it, is this technically gore? Like what it what did. What was that I, um, scene? Yeah, that's a that's definitely like a gory yeah, scene. Yeah, it was graphic. Yeah, the Riley's so going, what fifteen okay. years old. Yeah, so Riley's fifteen years old. We think Mia's mom comes through. Mia wants to extend the time. Well, Uh-oh. he's begging. Yeah, Riley is begging to, to get a goat, and they're like, yeah. "You're a kid. Yeah, y- you can't do that." Jade, his older sister, Leaves is like, room. "No, you can't do that." Leaves, and Riley's like, "All right, fifty seconds. Fifty seconds." And. Of course, we think whether we ever found out if it was actually her mom or a demon pretending to be her mom to get Riley's body comes through. Because of the setup of of this, whatever this spirit was or demon was, really wanted Riley. They do a great job of creating dread and then misdirect. So earlier on in this scene, you've seen Daniel, the friend, go and his head reaches back and he's choking. He's doing this... And Mia's screaming, he's choking, he's choking, we have to help him. And and um, the, our, our non-binary really? ho- homie's like, let it go, let it go. Ah, there it, it is. is. And you're watching on the timer, like, 10 seconds of choking. So we've already established, like, oh, no, choking. Yeah. I don't know if you guys felt that dread, but I felt this oh, dread. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so now when, when Riley's going, his head goes back, and he's choking for a while. Yeah. yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, he's too young. This kid's going to die. Yeah. yeah. So you've set up this, what is a set, uh, turns out to be a misdirect of what harm is going to befall this kid. Oh, no, it's going to be this thing they set up. But no, now. No, no, yeah. no. He becomes Mia's mom slash maybe a demon pretending to be Mia's mom. Mia obviously wants to extend the time so that she can keep speaking to her mom who is giving this apology for leaving her for potentially taking her own life or that maybe she didn't do it on purpose. It was an accident. And uh uh-oh, Riley's been holding on to the hand for too long. And all of a sudden... The sister bursts back in the room, sees what's going on because everyone's starting to scream because he can't let go of the hand. And whoom, all of a sudden we see something we haven't seen before, which is Riley in the chair gets thrown across the room. Before Before that, Oh, God, I forgot. How could I forget? Before that, he... Is is for like the, it reaches like a minute, a minute and a half, or whatever, because she still wants to talk to her mom, and then it's her mom gets cut off or whatever, and then it just goes silent, and then Riley hits the f- 
ever-loving fuck out of his face on the corner of, of the, the wooden, of the wooden desk. Bashes his head down like one of those little birds that pecks into water. Yes. But yeah. it's a child's head against concrete. It's a child's head against concrete. And you're and this just is like, like, oh! Yeah, this is... <laughs> there is there is some form of safety that we have seeing kids mm. or somebody under 18 not being hurt. brutalized. Yes. Not being hurt. And in Australia, I guess they were like, we don't give a fuck. We're going to hurt this child. And and because you got lulled into this place of safety, you are then so shocked when you see him get like literally to himself hurt to a level or to a degree that we we don't. He tries to pull his own eye out. Oh, my God. That was. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I want to say we didn't mention this, that, that Maggie watched with us, too. Both Kelsey and Maggie did better with that than Garrick yeah. and oh, I. God. We were yeah. eyes closed screaming. It's just yelling. I can't with eyes. No, that, no I'm not getting with eyes poopy. at all. By the way, just to soften the moment, if you Google uh, talk to me and then you see the actors, uh, the guy who plays Riley, his name is Joe Bird, and this is the photo of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. He's like just like... In his fuckboy realness. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love that shirt. 15-year-old fuckboy <laughs> wearing uh, an all-over Joker print yeah. comic book shirt. Really? Hilarious. It looks, that's what it looks like. It's low res, but I see the Joker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, he, he, he brutalizes his face, and then he uh, gets port, paranormal activity through or to a window, breaks the window, mm-hmm. starts to slam Bang his head his on head. that desk. Yep. Um, it's awful to it's watch. Really, it's a really hard watch. Yeah, and it's... So you're so right that it's like so violent that you're like, it's almost too much. It was almost too much. The it, sound also does yeah. a really, I mean, important you're just like, role. we get it. Oh, okay. No, he's still got, it's so much that when he is revealed for the first time in the hospital, yeah. you're almost more horrified of his face yeah. than what actually happened to him and, and the horror it's a horror movie that does a great job of making me feel the consequences mm. you know they because they've built this up and maybe that comedy scene we talked about with the mom mm. goes a long way here too we're yeah. like oh god they're gonna be in so much trouble oh my god this is a kid oh yeah. my god this is a kid yeah. all of everyone's life is gonna be ruined right. by this horrible decision don't do drugs stay in school yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, like i it, it is this dread of watching a child bash his face in mm. but you're also watching an entire room of people whose lives have just mm-hmm. been shattered mm-hmm. by drug mm-hmm. use yeah it, and it's it's like awful it yeah. feels fully awful yeah and i'm sure everybody in high school has had some guy or some kid that has like hurt themselves oh, yeah. on drugs or have or like jumped in a passed, pool passed. and like busted his head open did some dumb shit right yeah, yeah. Uh, like there are always these stories about this one kid that was too high and fell off of a banister mm-hmm. and passed away um, mm-hmm. or like too many people on a another banister and that broke Ooh. and um, they passed away that way or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are just those drug stories that pass through high schools in general. And so act, like for whatever reason – seeing this movie brings you back to that memory and just like oh well you know drugs are cool until somebody dies yeah as mia goes on her journey she basically um 
double and triples down, you're, you're watching an addict spiral, yeah. right? Where thinking that the only way out is through and right. that uh, maybe the answer is in doing this more and Finding talking mom, to these spirits and, and there's a secret here. And this is where I just want to talk about the direction a little bit because the style evolves and you watch it get more magical, yeah. more, uh, more otherworldly, but the film doesn't, doesn't rest its laurels on it, or it doesn't gild the lily. It has these like really magical transitions and surreal moments, but in service of the story, where again, like I, I could imagine a lesser director trying to be like, look at us, wow, yeah. look at this cool transition. There's there's one shot where like she's laying in bed and then the blankets kind of drift away and the sun pours in and she's standing and it's daytime. Like, and it's this really Cool magical transition. Oh my God, Bowie just jumped on Garrick's lap. You've been chosen. Favorite? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but the style, like, I think these guys have the juice. Yeah, yeah. That's do. really all I want to say. Yeah. I don't want to spoil the ending, but you get to see into, I guess we'll call it like the demon world. Yeah. You've got a hell. Oh my you, God. For a brief yeah. moment. Zach There's said, a, this is the first time I've ever seen Eternal Damnation in like a, a really accurate or like lore correct way. Yeah, there, there's a specific scary. depiction and it's like flashes of it, but you see, yeah, what can yeah. only be described as Eternal Damnation, someone's body being like uh, mutilated, ripped, mutilated in like a, a fucking pain orgy. Yeah. I don't know if these two have like a religious background or something, but oh, it, yeah. it, it played. Yeah. I, I, I just, um, I'm really excited for them. I'm really excited about them. I'm yeah. excited to see what else they do. Yeah. And I think that we should go into some fun facts. <gasps> yes, do it. Oh, hello, because <laughs> I, I uh, afterwards, I immediately was like, of course, who are yes. these guys? This is incredible. And so I started watching some of their videos last night and they are just the goofiest goobers that they're ever so was. They're so goofy. They're, yeah, they're very, they're like comedy they're YouTubers, are they not? Did you watch the video that I sent you? Not the whole thing. No. Not the whole Did thing. you watch to the fight scene? No. no. Okay, so these guys are huge wrestling fans. Oh. And so Which explains Street Fighter. They mm. beat the fuck out of each other for wow. fun. And when they were on the press tour, like they'd be doing like a photo step and repeat, and they would start beating the fuck out of each other. One would raise the other into the sky and pile drive him. Oh my him. God. They are stunt actors and so their videos which i'm going to admit i was not familiar with back when they were were big on youtube they will just have these vlog scenes and then break out into full choreographed stunt fights Hilarious. and they have a video about talk to me coming out um and around like the three minute mark yeah. or four minute mark they're hanging out and then all of a sudden it turns into a full mechanic shop fight scene and when i tell you that this youtube sketch fight scene is better than 90% of the action movies that are choreographed wow. and directed oh, out wow. there. The camera work is dynamic and it's fun and whack and and campy. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they do the classic bit where like he punches someone and then turns around and dung, like knocks into a, a hook that's hanging down. Yeah. Um, you know, crawling on his hands and knees, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, but then at the same time we'll like pick up a body and throw it on the car as the camera like whoosh boosh. like follows the body yeah the it's car. sick so they are you know imagine your your best friends little brothers mm. who love to jump off the couch and beat the shit out of each other mm. imagine if those two grew up 
into incredible directors. Yeah, That's, making I love the best that. horror film of the year. I, yeah, I, I, and I will say that on the record. I think this is the best horror film of the year. It's the yeah. best horror film that I've seen in... A minute. Uh, in a while. Since Barbarian. Uh, yeah, year. since Barbarian. Okay, so that was also this year, last year. But, mm-hmm. like, it's really, really fucking excellent. Well, okay, so I was watching stuff about uh, how they made this film, and they wrote this script. They really believed in it. They came out to Hollywood. They started pitching it around, and there was one studio seemingly that was interested, but it started to turn to a movie that they didn't believe in. Yeah. And so they opted to take it back to Australia and produce it as an independent film. Wow. Right. They did it on their own, um, and it premiered at Sundance. It crushed. The yeah, horror right. section, like the Midnight... Midnight Madness, yeah. yeah. Uh, and within... Days Bye. they had an offer from A24. Incredible. Uh, and it's really cool hearing them. I, I can't remember if this was in their vlog or in the Anthony Padilla interview, but hearing them talk about that screening and the imposter syndrome that they had Ugh. of like, why did our stupid movie get accepted to Sundance? There's no way. And um, uh, uh, help me out here. Midsommar director. Oh, uh, edit, Ari Aster. Aster. Ari Aster was in <gasps> the audience. No way. For wow. the premiere. I think it was the premiere. And they, one of the directors went up to Ari Aster to apologize. And for Ar- their movie? For having, te- having had needed to watch it. And Ari was like, that was really special. The ending is really special. Congratulations. Which, wow. if Ari Aster said that to me, like, wow. Yeah. Did you guys see this, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Martin Scorsese credited Ari Aster with inspiring the the pacing, the pacing of his new film, of oh, Killers whoa. of the Flower Moon. Yeah. If Martin Scorsese told me that my movies <laughs> inspired... Insane. Him? Yeah. Who's he running? That is nuts. Yeah. yeah. And we're allowed to talk about Ari Aster because he makes A24 films. Hey. There it is. Uh, uh, I know that within days they got uh, a FaceTime from Jordan Peele. Wow. Congratulating them. Uh. So like the the world of modern yeah. horror auteurs were, yeah. were raining praise on these guys. What an overwhelming, exciting... You- you hear those stories and then you watch it and you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, deserved. that makes sense. That's and it's hilarious that they had imposter syndrome because it's just like it plagues us all. Yeah. they. Uh, I know they they premiered at Sundance. I think their international premiere was in Berlin. Mm. Um, but it just a, a film festival whirlwind for mm. these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was acquired by A24 and then was a big hit. I mean, yeah, this movie released did in theaters. well. Yeah. Um, and it came out the weekend after uh, Barbenheimer. So oh, wow. as as tough competition as you can get, but did really well. They are working on a prequel and a sequel. I don't personally want them, but I also want these guys to make their money. Yeah. Good on it's, them. It's just such a cheap idea to do. Yeah. So you kind of have to. Because oh, yeah, like, I bet it's so, going to be different enough. Yeah, yeah but four point five like million dollars yeah. is what it cost to make, wow. which is nothing. nothing. Made eighty six mil. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. The uh, except for this a couple is, rig shots. The entire second possession scene montage shot less than an hour. Wow. The second possession scene. The one that was to the uh, um, the the uh, Edith Piaf uh, the, the uh, song. The montage to like that fun French upbeat oh, song. Oh, okay. Cool. That's crazy. That's something that like only people who come from indie can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't shoot a, a montage no, in an hour. That's digital pacing. Um, and right now the brothers are attached to direct a Street Fighter movie. Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm th- I'm on board. They're oh, yeah. probably so hyped for that. Yeah, it's just really wild to 
have YouTubers turn directors. Hey, and put them up there with the greats. You know, I, I, we the, need more yeah. of us that can prove. They're, I think they're the new icons. Too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, people are just talented, and yeah. if you let them, you know, reign free. That they can they can pull shit off. Are in indi- in an industry though that doesn't understand that still, and it's just taking time for people to realize like how dope we all are. Yeah. Well, and there there was so much of the the first wave of YouTubers attempting to cross over in traditional were people just trading on their their fame. Yeah, we had uh the, there was like Netflix had the Cameron Dallas documentary series that, that was garbage. Yeah, uh, Miranda sings. <laughs> Yeah. Made a horrific television show. It was the the one of the worst things, and then um the Fred the the Fred guy had yeah. one well, as well. Sure, yeah. That is the fault not of the creators or the creatives themselves, but like the studios who are just like like Zach is saying, trading in their popularity mm-hmm. for they a shot the at the the traditional, yeah. the big time or whatever. And it's just like, no, these people don't know what they're doing. And you're throwing money at them saying, like, the money will explain what to do. It's like, no, look for these kids who have been doing sensational fight scenes, yep. as Zach was saying. But, like, d- pick them out. Have, like, an actual eye for talent and yeah. then give them the shots. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm a fan. I'm a stan. This is a full P. This movie is a full pleasure. Yeah. Full P. Full P. There, I, I mean, we, we are... Wow. Yeah. Um, we are just doing um, good movies at this point because <laughs> we're, I mean, we are uh, strapped for content as far as with, with a strike going on. But even still, like, this was impressive to a level um, I, haven't, I haven't experienced in a while. Like, this, like, what a fucking debut for someone to confidently come in and fuck shit up. I honestly it is the best like start or debut since Get Out. This mm. is the best like just confident filmmaking that I have seen mm-hmm. in a while. I like that. There's yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean cuz we loved Barbarian but Barbarian is like a go- not to compare. You, I don't there's no reason to go one to one but like yeah. that's a goofy romp. It's goofy. This is unsettling. It is, uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's unsettling. It makes you afraid of the dark again. Because there is that scene of like some lady just in the corner and you're like, what the, is that a pile of clothes? Oh my God, no, it's a dead body. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this was crazy. Um, The eternal damnation scene is, is burned into my memory because that it, that it did feel like a religious depiction of it. Um, Yeah. I can't say, I don't like scary movies at all, but I can't say enough good things about this. Oh yeah. You got any recommendations for the world? Ooh, um, I am currently reading a very, very good book. Um, I want to get the person's name right. Uh, it's called Becoming the One, and it is by an author named Sheliana Ayana. And it's very good. What is it? It helps you rewire your patterning. So if you're someone that finds yourself making the same mistakes in relationships or like trauma-based patterns from your past. This is very, very good. Every page feels like a personal attack. And I love that because I do think it's helping me see, ooh, like um, I used to think anytime something big happened in my life, I was like, 
I'd hit a rock bottom. I'd I'd be so emotionally drained and da 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 da. But this kind of teaches you about like hitting a local bottom. So it's like you haven't just fallen off completely and unlearned everything you've done. You're just hitting like a local bottom that you needed a couple little reminders of how to get back on the saddle and like heal and grow. So becoming the one, it's very good. My recommendation is a uh, read a classic book. Oh. I uh, <laughs> I was on vacation. I went to the bookstore and I was like, you know what? I fucking love Kurt Vonnegut, but I've never mm. read Cat's Cradle. Why oh, am I wow. going to like try and read the best new book when there's a hundred years of literature that I'm negligent on? <laughs> uh, Cat's Cradle rocks. Everyone knows that. Or, or maybe you've heard and you haven't read it. Uh, it There were sequences in that book that took my breath away. Mm. It is funny and absurd, but it's about the... Uh, 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 nuclear war anxiety it is about the futility of war the inherent absurdism of life uh it actually it weirdly reading it it felt like an absurdist take on oppenheimer <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that's funny that's it's it. not about the creation of the bomb but like it, yeah it is i don't know yeah. i um it's it rocks i love vonnegut and uh, if you haven't read like if you haven't read a great book that's been in your yeah. mind for a long time go read a great book all right uh, on the topic of books and of horror and of Ooh. ghosts, oh. um, read uh, Later by Stephen King. Oh, uh, it is spooky. it is about a kid that can see ghosts uh, in the sixth sense sense, um, yeah. and they do call it out several times. And it's it's kind. Of, I mean, he does call it out several times, and it's very funny. But um, it is like what somebody would actually do with that ability. Ooh. And most of and the, the ghosts in the in the book cannot lie to him. So when he talks to them and asks questions, they can't lie. And um, he uses it to help his mom uh, write a book. Oh, It's it's really good. It's really, really fucking good. And then also in the topic of um, dead bodies, <laughs> um, the bodies he sees are have been killed. And so he interacts with one that um, uh, shot himself. Whoa. And uh, the gruesomeness of it is like, Oof. Uh, pretty crazy. So Stephen King is a... Halloween indeed. Yeah, he's a fucking god at uh, yeah. horror. Stephen King's a god. Oh, this is okay. a new Stephen King? This is a new Stephen King. Hell this yeah. is like within the last two years, I think. Well, happy Halloween to all of you. Ooh, uh, we hope you have a spooky time. Yep. Yay. And uh, maybe we'll do another spooky movie next week. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Thinking about it. And uh, wishing you just a good time. I'm I'm at Condi and all things. I'm Kelsey Darrow on all the things. I can't do the accent, but I'm Garrick Bernard on all the things. I'm at Garrick Bernard on all the things. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Do we do we think this is uh, uh, convincing or is this more New Zealand? I think it's more I New don't Zealand. Know the it's more New Zealand. Oh yeah. I think it, but I'm because I'm nailing that. I think I just need to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or am I not nailing it? You're doing it. It's we love it. Well, now you're going a little weird. We I hear I'm hearing that we love it. Back <laughs> jog on. <laughs> Till next time, talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I let you in. Jog on. 